My friends, what are some of the things that we find intuitively human? What are the things that we do? Let me explain. If I were to take a child and through some weird, terrible, awful experiment, put that child in a situation where we could watch it develop, absent the influence of, and this will be tough, parents, friends, siblings, outside influences, what, and there's a lot to this that is imperfect, but what would we notice that it would do? I'll make it even easier. I'll give you a situation where it is has a, it has a sibling, right? Two children raised together simultaneously. What would it note? What what would you notice? First, it would develop a language without even doing anything, without saying anything, without teaching it. It will enunciate, vocalize. Uh, uh, memes, morphemes, phonemes. It will it it will say things, and it will start to identify things. It, it will have names for for whatever. It it will do this. Next, it will sing. There's something inherently beautiful about singing. Human beings will sing. Human beings will sing, and you can also extend that from music and music starts from an appreciation of rhythm because rhythm is cycle. Rhythm is the ability to see change and pattern. And when something, whether it's a heartbeat, your vestigial memories of your mother's heartbeat through the aorta when you were in utero, whatever it is, seeing clouds, seeing, seeing sun, and you will pick up rhythm, you will pick up pattern, you will see what is happening before you. It's fascinating. You will also dance because the percussive notion of sound and rhythmic patterns, you will apply to movement. You will apply to movement, whether it's movement, hitting things, percussion, or dancing. You will always translate music into something else. Music and percussion, it is a recognition Of the, if you will, dare I say, a cosmic ratiocination of praise God. You would do these things. And then, if you met other people, if you met other people, at some particular point, you would grow older. You would go through adolescence and puberty and the like. You will feel certain sexual inclinations, sexual, not necessarily because of the motivation of the, or perpetuation of the species, but whatever. And then at some point later on, when there were enough of you together and you started talking, you would look and you would say, we must Form something. A group. A tribe. A 
a cabal, a consortium, a cadre, a coven, a group, a, a, a coterie. And it's what you do. And this is just one of those things that people, you would also hear laughing, correct? You would also hear certain, you would see crying. You would see these things, certain things and behaviors that nobody had to teach you. Nobody had to teach you. Nobody has to teach you singing. You don't have to learn singing. That is the most idiotic thing anybody has ever seen. However, fear of loud noises and falling. Those are fears. Nobody has to teach you how to sing. You will do it on your own. You don't even have to hear it. You don't realize it. You don't recognize it. There are behaviors or default mechanisms that are in us that come out anyway. Nobody teaches you how to sing. You would have never done this. No, no. And language is totally human. Animals do not have language. Not your dog, not your kitty cat, not dolphins, not... That's communication. That's not a language. Language is a different story. You see... What's so wonderful about you? What are people who said you make things up? You have no ability whatsoever to opine. You make things up. You just create an expertise. That's why I love you. You're wonderful. You're so full of shite. You have absolutely no basis whatsoever to say half of what you say, but you say it with such certitude and a separation. And such positivity, I find it marvelous. Even though you were completely devoid of any basis, intellectually, factually, cognitively, you make it up as you move along to provide to the world a sense of your expertise when you know nothing. That's why you're fabulous. So the other day, Cat Williams, best story by the way, later on today, my friends, I believe, uh, I believe I'm going to be on the Redacted Show with Natalie Morris. Did a wonderful little visit with her today regarding Epstein. Tune in for that one. Oh, dear friends. So the other day I was listening to this, and I'm, and I'm still absolutely fascinated by what I'm hearing involving this story that I promise you most people that I know have no idea of the whole Cat Williams controversy, even though it is blowing everything up. And I cannot simply get it out of my mind because what I'm learning is so interesting. And guess what he has talked about? A couple of things. First of all is the Illuminati. He refers to that repeatedly. I don't know if he's talking about advice, helped or... I, I don't know if he means that, if, he, if that's a, a term for something else. I don't know. Then I heard him talk about water. I've been talking about hydro-imperialism, about militant and uh, pugnacious militaristic uh, hydrology for years. I can't believe what I'm even hearing. It's the most beautiful thing in the world. It is incredible. And as we are speaking, as we are doing a lot of things, as I'm as I'm hearing this this stuff, I'm thinking to myself, wow. And I'm also looking at this world of comics. And it's made me really 
think a lot about this thing called comics. You understand that, right? Because I don't have to tell you, I don't have to remind you. Well, maybe I do. Maybe I do. Because on February the 3rd, I'm going to be at the New York's fabled and famed cutting room, ladies and gentlemen. Do I have to tell you this? And there's one thing that cat doesn't do, that no one does it. No one does this. No one. No one, when I tell you this, no one actually, actually, actually allows for the audience to be participatory. No one. You hear what I'm saying? No one. So be be aware of that. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. That's going to be this coming, well, February 3rd, which is wonderful. And uh, one more thing. Let me see. Where is my... Or is my regular? Da, da, da. There it is. Here we go. I have a difficult time finding that. Oh, and also, one more time. This is the link. This is the link. Should you like to purchase the tickets and the like? So I'm watching this stuff, and he talks about Illuminati. And I say, oh, yes. And he talks about hydrology and water, and he mentions Illuminati. Now, let me ask you folks, do you believe, here's the question, listen carefully, listen carefully. Do you believe in the Illuminati, yes or no? That's that's my question. That's my startup question. Do you believe, is there an Illuminati? Do you believe that? Yes or no? Answer my question. Please, I just answer. Kansas Mama says yes. Hello, KM. How are you, darling? You believe in it? Yeah. Tara B, yes. Is this the Weishauptian? By the way, look, the Illuminati in Bavaria founded 1776. Coincidental? I think so. Look at the dollar. No, Sven, looking at the dollar doesn't prove the Illuminati. Looking at the dollar means that somebody who crafted the dollar believed in the Illuminati. That doesn't mean that the Illuminati is real. Shall I show you, look at this Babylonian references. Does that mean that Babylonian things are some Phoenician, you know, some totemic, look at owl, look at owl. What does that mean? You see, you're close. You're very, very close. Kansas Mama says, in the Disney movie Pinocchio, a poster on the wall even says, ask about the Illuminati. Oh, there's something to be said for that. But why do you believe in it? What do you believe in? What is it that you believe in? What is it? What do you mean? What is it? Group of people? Secret society? I know you're into the Freemasons, the Kiwanis Club. I was in a fraternity. We had secret mystic stuff. I went to a Jesuit high school. What does that mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Ladies and gentlemen, a man who is his own Illuminati, from parts unknown, weight unknown, number 16 in your program, number one in your heart, I give you Sparky. Sparky says, my sarcasm yesterday was about Cat Williams' hyperlexia. A new word to me, a neologism perhaps. Cat said he taught himself how to read a four. Cat didn't use the word. Hyperlexia is sort of opposite of dyslexia. Sort of. It is precisely. It is precisely. Now, the thing is, um, 
Sparky, how do we know he did learn at the age of four? And how do we know he I heard him say he reads three? He's read three thousand books. How do we know that? What if I said to you, <clears throat> I'm, I am. You know that you know that woman. Oh 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 oh. What is her name? On um, you know she is on Taxi. She's the. She's the woman who has this eidetic memory. I remember every day of the year. Yes, Tuesday, 9 11, 8 o'clock. I was wearing a red corduroy, guess, culottes. Yes, I remember that. And I was, and it was a Tuesday. Okay. That's savantism. I don't even know. I have no idea. Some secret society. Are secret societies wrong? Yes or no? John Kennedy loathed them. Why do we do this? What is it? Let's go to this thing. Because I'm telling you right now, my friends, I have been, I I believe that the Cat Williams audience is my people. They are my people. And I would love to speak with them because there's something which I have studied my whole life about this. And I also wish uh, that you go more into the situation that he that he he doubles up on the security. Latka's wife, life. Remember that? Carol Kane played Latka Gravis. Remember that? What was her name? Not Simka, something. What are we talking about? A mystical secret, ages old group dedicated to controlling the masses? Controlling the masses? I don't even know if that's true. I don't know if they control the masses or if they collectively uh, uh, combine their, their resources or whatever it is in order to... Um, To corner the market on something, and that really could, or it could just be just remember when you were a kid. Remember when you were a kid? Did you ever play like fort? Did you ever go and like hide? And be, there's something human about it. Travis McNevin says, even if it doesn't exist, it will mean different things, different people who may or may not be part of it. I love that. Look at what you just said. Even if it does not exist, or even if it does exist, it will mean different things to different people who may or may not be a part of it. That's one of the best things ever. It may or may not exist, and it may or may not be believed by people who may or may not see it, believe it, think it, or otherwise. You've said absolutely nothing is the most important thing in the world. What is it about things? Little groups of people who, what about when we have secret handshakes? Ever do that? Is there something about that? Is there something about that? Are there secret groups? Well, there are secret groups. I mean, you know, the famous Skull and Bones, there are secret groups because there are, there are folks who, who believe in it apparently because they, they don't, they're, they're not telling you what it is. They keep it secret. John Kennedy loathed that. But there's something to be said for this. Let me ask you a better question. Who runs the world? This is the real question. This is the real question. Who runs the world? Who? Who runs it? You see, I think there is something so monumentally innocent about groups of people who want to keep things quiet. 
girls, sometimes young girls will keep a diary. They will have a friend. Did you ever have somebody that you were, that was your confidant? There's something about it, which I think is very, very important where we keep things secret and quiet and we sort of, whatever it is. Kansas mama said, John F. Kennedy was shot for trying to out those secret societies. Do you believe that? I don't believe that. He wasn't trying to out those people. You might. You see, Kansas mama, may I say something to you? You know, And I appreciate this. You see, one of the things I've noticed that people love to see the mysterious. You will see things. You will see pictures. You will see shapes. You will see things in clouds. You will see things that are maybe, maybe, or maybe not there. And the reason why is because you want to give them order. You believe in this thing called order. And you always want there to be some kind of a system by which things make sense to you. And you will create stuff. You will, you will, Because if, if I told you the real truth regarding who killed, why they killed John F. Kennedy, it might, it might seem like a bit of a, of a disappointment to you. Sparky says Cat was maybe a child prodigy. He also said that he ran a 416 40 yard dash, so I don't know. Hey, could be. Now listen, don't, don't, he is not beyond the full oh shite plan himself, but he's very interesting. And he and what's so interesting, he's he's five five and weighs 140 pounds, and yet he terrifies the comedy world. Nobody would ever want to be in, in a direct competition with him. Ever. And it's fascinating. You see, one of the things that we do, it's so interesting. You can go into a church, Catholic church. You could say, and he took the bread, the bread that Jesus in the Last Supper took bread. It symbolized body and wine represented blood. Vampirism, blood. Not the exsanguination, but blood and body and consume it. Dear God. You don't think that means something? Every, anybody do this? Catholics? You see what I'm doing? Dun, 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 left and right. Watch the Eastern Orthodox. By the way, watch Putin do it. He does it this way. They switch. Look at the colors. Look at the, per, look at the candles. Look at the bells. Look at the incense. Look at the, look at everything. The stories, the mythology, the way, we, the way we send hearts and trees and Christmas and lights and candles. And <clears throat> and if you really want to, if you really <clears throat> want to look at ceremonies, look at death. Death. From dust you came and dust you shall return. Put him in a box. Lay him at to rest. To rest. He's just sleeping. Put him in a box. Make him look like he's sleeping. 
rest. He passed. It's one of my favorites. You all, Uncle Joe passed. And it's a, you know my Uncle Joe? God bless him, bless his heart, or whatever it is. Oh, we are, we are just filled with superstition. Oh, my God. Everything that we do. Everything that we do. And if you really dig in the Catholic Church, we have reconciliation. It should be called confession. Bless me, Father, I have sinned. I absolve you. This is great. Get in. Say your acts of contrition. Here's your penance. Penance. Repeat this incantation, this rote. Our Father, one heaven. Hail Mary, holy grace. Love it. It's who we are. Tara B says, cat is the man. Transubstantiation, indeed. Eating flesh, cannibalism. Isn't that something? It is one of the things which is the most important thing in the world. This is this is something. So so when you look at it and you ask yourself, is there something called secret societies? Everything we do is secret. Everything we do is subject to to these symbologies. We can't help it. It's who we are. And it goes back to trying to make sense out of the world. Yes, Kansas. Cat was in the Friday movies. Yes. Yes. Did you ever see Eyes Wide Shut? Kubrick's last movie. What was that about? Are there people? Of course. There are people. There are Luciferians and there were Satanists and there were people that went to uh, animal sacrifice and all. Oh, there are. I don't know how many of them there are. But there are people who have been doing this. It is as a, it is as a matter of fact as anything else. And if you watched that Golden Globes last night, oh, one of the saddest things. He's a guy, Kojoy, Kojoy, what's his poor guy's name? He's actually not bad. He's actually not bad. Um, I've seen him. He does, he does some good. Uh, 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 Joe Coy. Joe Coy, this is a comedian, Joe Coy. He's actually very, he's, he's pretty funny. Joe Coy, he does great, he does um, great imitations of, he does it like, for example, Chinese versus Korean versus Vietnamese. He's very, very good. But it might have been hit, you know, the wrong thing last night. But you want to talk about, oh my God. If ever you want to talk about something that is absolutely filled with pederast, Pedants, catamites, pederasts, I think I've said that, uh, uh, sick, vile people. Oh, dear God. If you could have closed that, if, if, if you could have just shut that room and somehow snapped your fingers and made all those people disappear, the world would be better without them. They are so depraved. They don't know what's new anymore. They live in a different world. They think they are so cool. They think they're so cool. 
And what I told you, and you won't listen to me, is you've got to understand the story behind what is really the story of, and this is important, Taylor Swift, created out of nowhere. I mean, she can do it there. She's been around. But all of a sudden, with the wigs and the whole bit, and they're even, the other day they even talked about daring to question her sexuality. What's wrong with sexuality? What if I were to say to you, hey, are you Chinese? No, I'm Japanese. Oh, okay. Would anybody get upset? Of course not. But if you claim somebody's gay, I think there was some New York Times, something or other. You have no idea. No idea. Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein was just the tip of the iceberg. They are so depraved and so sick. Now, are there secret societies? Well, there were cabals. There were groups of people that say, play with us and you will be the chosen one. Let me give you an idea. And I have no reason to believe this. Let me tell you who I, I, I would not be surprised if she was indeed chosen. Oprah. What does Oprah do? Where did she come from? This is the most important thing in the world. Our friend, our good friend, Sparky says, my niece and her cousin, my great niece, both have hyperlexia, beginning to read untaught by others and prompted at three years old. Reading could get in the way of valuable lowbrow behavior. I could see it being a problem, especially Sparky. By the way, thank you. If you remove yourself from the usual goings on of society, how did... How? Okay, by the way, Peter has boycotted Hollywood 20 years ago. Thank you, Peter. How have you done that? Well, I, I, I just boycotted it. Well, what do you mean, Peter? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, go to movies. Well, a lot of people don't either. I don't either. Well, yeah, but I, but I, but I, I, I boycotted it. What does that mean? Well, I think it goes without saying. I pretty much put my foot down and said, that's it. What do you mean? Well, no, I don't. Well, it's the, I, uh, you know, I, I, you know, no, I don't, Peter. Well, it doesn't matter. I, 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 that's it. I'm putting my foot down and I'm boycotting it. God damn it, I'm done with you. I can see it on the covers right now. Oh, bad news. Peter McDougal boycotts, but I can see the industry saying, oh, we're done. Sure, about McDougal? Yeah, boycotting us. I, I heard it's true. Really? Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. I know. Somebody better get a hold of him. Where does she come from? Where does she come from? Where is Oprah? Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Who said Oprah? What did she do? She had her. By the way, see how much how much weight she's lost? Yeah, that's natural. Say it. What is it, Ozempic, Wovembi, whatever it is. And by the way, what happens if you're a spokesperson for, let's say, uh, uh, you know, a weight loss company, whatever it is, Weight Watchers, let's say, and you're taking this stuff? Anybody who has, I'm sorry, this poor guy, that poor guy, what, what's her boyfriend's name? Marlston or Harston, or what's his name? You know what I'm talking about. 
Gadsden. <laughs> What's his name? Quick. Who can answer the question? Who? Who? Oprah was created like Obama. Absolutely. What's his name? Kensington or... That's a terrible name. You know what I'm talking about. Come on. Stedman. Thank you. Stedman. Oh, please. Stedman. Come on, man. Come on. How how can we... Look. Whatever you want to do. You want to, you want to pretend to be boyfriend girlfriend? Okay. And you and Gail or okay, whatever. I don't know. It's such bullshit. This is the part that this is the part that I don't understand. It doesn't insult. It's an insult. What if somebody says, Oh, I'm not Jewish? What? I'm not Jewish. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh no, no, what? No, 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 no. Okay. No, no, no. I say, why are you getting so upset about that? There's nothing wrong with that. Why don't you just be, if you are, fine. If not, say, do you think something's wrong with that? Well, I'm not tell Same thing with this. This big Hollywood, oh, they're so open-minded. Oh, they, I don't know the first thing about Oprah. I actually don't spend much time thinking about this, but I do know one thing. I don't know what she does. She acts, she did, She. she's not bad. Color purple was okay. She's a producer, but who's bankrupt? Where did this money come from? Billionaire? Who? Why? From the TV show? From the Oprah show? What was that? 50 years ago? The Oprah magazine? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Who is really good. And she's talented. Is Martha Stewart. I was watching Martha Stewart on some channel. She's great. She can make a, she can make a, 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 a you know, a, a, a cement a fence and, Make, uh, you know, tomato confit and she's talented. What the hell does Oprah do? And what cracks me up are wigs. This is a wig. You think I think this is your hair, right? You You think that I think that you're almost seven years old and that you've got... Straight blonde hair. Oh, stop it. I I think they live in such la la land. They honest to God think not only that they're uh, you know don't stink, but that they I think they really think that you somehow think they're special. And what Cat Williams said was that there are people who are the anointed ones, the special ones, the ones that we love, the ones that are given the breaks, the ones that are, you know. Harvey Weinstein did it. Harvey Weinstein. And now we're looking at names like, oh, and then the Epsteins and oh, come on. It's been it's been a rat's nest of whores and and parents have given their children. That's a secret society. Absolutely. But there's one thing, there's one thing, one thing that I found. One thing that Mr. Cat does not understand yet. I, I mean, he might, but he might, might not. The people hate when you seem to not need them, when you don't show them enough respect and you don't show them enough. What's the word? Where you don't show them enough fealty and you don't show them enough 
Um, what's the word? Well, you basically say, you, you call out everybody for the way it is. You tell everybody the way it is. This is one of the reasons why people hated uh, when shoot wrestling stuff. When people pointed out what Vince did. Vince knew everybody knew it, but he didn't want to hear it. Sparky says, Afro, um, Afro-Americans? Come on, man. What year are you with? Afro-Americans? How about Sepians? Afro-Americans were allowed by the establishment to keep Afro-American culture. Afro-American culture is very American and may be the genesis of, a, of an American culture comeback. Hmm. Well, one thing I do, one thing is very interesting, and I thank you for that. I appreciate tremendously, tremendously, the fact that there is a style, a speech, a the dread N word is like like to the teenage white girl who says like I was so like. Cat Williams, N, my N, N's don't know N, you N. Okay, 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 okay. It seems to be like a tick. There's no end to the N. And it shows a very unique, really raucous. Find one comedian today. I think Bill Burr, in terms of his, let me tell you something. Um, some, some sometimes there are people in in their delivery and their. There are some Borscht Belt comedians I've seen that are just so incredibly great. You can't believe how good they are. You cannot believe how good they are. They're just their timing is perfect. It's a craft. They've been doing it forever. But but you, you, you might not think they're the funniest thing in the world, but at least there's this thing there. He speaks and others speak to a real, um, a beautiful, I was saying you're a dark, and I know there's a pun, but I mean like a, like a, uh, like a, a playfully, like an angry kind of a morose, not morose, uh, like noir, which means black, but, but, but I mean a heavy, a heaviness, but that's funny. Either way, it's a style it's own. Absolutely. And white comedians don't do that. Jerry Seinfeld never inspires that at all. Sparky says Tim Tebow couldn't visibly pray after a touchdown without ridicule. But Afro-American players could. Oh, absolutely. Not only that, Sparky, Afro-Americans, as you would say, are able to say the most, well, some would say the most monumentally uh, homophobic uh, slights and 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 um, oh dear God, you should hear what they have to say. There's this um, I don't know what the word is. There's this wonderful, wonderful. I guess, for lack of a better word, just this this brutal truth. I was trying to think who in the, who is it. Who is it that's even remotely funny today? Who is it that is 
I don't know. Who is it today that where people are just rolling in the aisles, screaming and kicking and laughing and just hooting and hollering? You're seeing something. When you watch an Afro-American group, you're, you're seeing something which is just incredible. You're seeing this, um, I don't know what the word is, just this, it, it, I'm trying to think of the word. It's this incredible giving everything, like, ah, laughing. Not this, <laughs> comedians, and they're good. that's fascinating. Oh, that Jerry Seinfeld, what's up with that? Oh, he's so funny. Uh, Raul Rodriguez says, when I was a child uh, living in the South Bronx, there were Illuminati gang in every block. Oh, dear God. Dear, oh, I'm sorry. Thank you, Raul. Yogi Fish, son of Ag. You're spot on everything, I know. Thank you. Yogi, where have you? I, f- I don't want to say I forgot about you, but I have not seen your name in so long. That is so good to see. Welcome back, my friend. Or maybe you've been here. I don't know. So good to see you. I love to watch crowds and the way. Let me give you an idea. There was a it's a story. George Jones, I think it was George Jones in his book, I've lived to tell it all, talks about or talked about this comedian. I think it was a comedian who they were at a at a group of people who were these um these uh Native Americans, Indians, and an Indian writer something. And this comedian just died. It just died. And they were backstage and the, and the tribal elder or whatever came up and said, listen, I'm going to tell you, you did a great job. He goes, that's not funny. He goes, no, no, no. We almost laughed because it was considered in the Indian in whatever culture to be. Uh, this, is, this is a story. <clears throat> it was considered rude to laugh. But they were, they thought it was very funny. Think about that one. Sparky says, maybe it's gauche, mean left, but Afro-American was the term I had to be using in order to get these super chats through the censorship gauntlet. God bless you. Sparky, I can't, you have no idea what I have to go through, but I'm not going to mention it because I don't want to give away my secrets, but isn't it funny? Afro-American, that's okay. What were you using that wasn't okay? Makes me wonder. I loved when I was in growing up, in the south, uh, and people think Florida. I don't know why they think it's like, oh, that's that's you know South Beach or I don't know what Boca. No, but I told you that we had an absolute prolif. I never noticed anything even remotely racist really until here, till the Northeast. Never saw it there. Never. I never heard the N word. I never heard ever. Because in the South, interestingly enough, redneck, hillbilly country and black soul food, whatever, they were almost interchangeable. Southern it was a southern thing. It was a by virtue of the food. Um, the best, the best is still 
the AME church, Africa, Af, Afro, Af, African-American or Afro-American Methodist Episcopal or whatever. I told you, I used to go there when I worked for a senator and just, oh my God, loved it. Loved it. One of the most interesting uh, documentaries I, I heard or watched was one on Chris Rock about black women's hair. Phenomenal. So interesting. So interesting. I love. Do you remember when all of a sudden it was a Cardi B or somebody came up with these? Have you seen these? You've seen them right now. These lashes. They look like Elsie the Cla- Elsie the cow. They're like ridiculous. They're, they're they they look stupid. <laughs> it just looks stupid. But it's the hottest thing in. Love this. When I look at cultures and I study cultures and I and and being in New York, it's the greatest place because you can just you want to go you want to go into some Chinese cultures. Let's go to Flushing. This is hockey. Want to go to Chinatown? I love that. Right behind the courthouse, the gambling and the Tai Chi. Oh my god, gambling like you can't degenerate gambling. You can't say that. I can say that. I love cultures. I love ethnic jokes. I love it. I love it. I asked somebody the other day, I said, I want you to think about something. I said, don't answer this question. Don't answer this question. Just think about the question, but don't answer it. I said, would you, if you could snap your fingers and nobody would know this and you could just make disappear a particular race of people or type all gay people, all black people, all Greeks, whatever it is, would you? That's all I said. Don't answer the question. Don't answer the question. Would you? Think about this. Don't answer the question. Spend time thinking about this. Nobody would know the difference. And I don't mean, well, okay. <clears throat> I don't mind the Alsatians. It's just the young punk. No, can't do that. The answer is no. Believe it or not, you wouldn't. What makes any culture, any group, any pedigree great is heterogeneity. I love, I don't know about you, but I love when I hear people. There are some, there are two types of people I can promise you that I find fascinating. One are black Afro-Americans who could speak a patois. I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> I have no idea. I heard a guy on the internet say the word bruh, bruh, not bro, bruh, 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 was every, I mean, to the point. Now, then again, I can do better with that than I can certain Irish accents. Hardcore Irish. And the best part is, what do you speak at home? English. They speak English. I'm fascinated by that. I asked a friend of mine one time, true story, and I'm not, and I wasn't kidding. I knew a, a, a great, still do, a bunch of hard, real Irish Irish. They do not, this group, do not understand the notion of drunk 
as being bad. It's like, oh, did you catch a call? It's like, oh, you're pissed. You're pissed. Yeah. I got your load on. Pissed of the Mickey. Doctors a brush. Yeah. Okay. Not, what are you drunk at 10 o'clock in the morning for? You're pissed. So I asked myself, are there AA uh, uh, clubs? Clubs. Are there AA meetings in Ireland? And he said, and it was the funny, we started laughing. He says, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Don't you think that's fascinating? Uh, Sparky says, black or African-American wouldn't go through the context of those super chats. My God. Sparky, I think somebody's got it in for you. And I thank you, my friend. You want to go something? You want to talk about cultures? Go see Staten Island, hardcore Staten Island, Italian-American, Staten Island versus Brooklyn. Or versus, whatever, Staten Island. Wow. West Virginia, Louisiana, Cajun. Hardcore Doug Kershaw Zydeco Buckwheat Zydeco uh, P-Rogue And all that stuff Wow Justin Wilson I love that stuff And I'm so afraid That we are going to somehow One of the reasons why I dig the whole Black Illuminati thing is It reminds me of the Cubans with Santeria you ever been about, you ever you ever been around that crew? Huh? You ever been around that crew? Well, before we do, before we do, let me tell you about something which is also important. My dear friend, I saw something about Lindell TV. Did you see that the other day? Did you see that? Well, that's right. Mike Lindell. There he is, my friend. Mike Lindell. I just took a I just took a, a snapshot. That's all I did from our good friends and Mike Lindell at there um, we go, right there, mypillow.com. If you use promo code Lionel, you heard me, you'll receive a free gift. Don't you love that free gift? I love that. All gifts are free. I know. It's tautological. Mypillow.com, promo code Lionel, mypillow.com slash solidus virgule, Lionel, or call 800-645-4965. Let me tell you something right now. You ready for this? Listen to me. As you know, People are walking around in their, in their, uh, 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 what the hell am I trying to say? People are walking around in their um, bathrobe, uh, pajamas, PJs, pajamas, pajamas, PJs, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call this. And they are walking around, and I swear to God, they were. Have you seen those those scuffy, slippy things? And you have to have we know this one, and you have to have the little knee. Little ankle socks. You ha- it, it, it's a uniform. I swear to God. Went to Kennedy Airport the other day. And I thought to myself, I cannot believe what I'm seeing here. I cannot believe what I'm seeing here. Everybody's walking around in, in pajamas. So what better? Slippers. MyPillow.com. Promo code Lionel Slippers. That simple. That simple. Can't tell you any other way. Just... The day you see me walking around in slipper, it's another world. Cubans, 
santeria, brujaria, santeros, the 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 the, um, the priests. Santeria used to be a it's African and it was voodoo. And in order to in order to um to slip through to they would take on the names of like Saint Anthony, but they but but there was, there was nothing Catholic. And one time I went to uh, pick up a friend. We're going to court early, and he's sitting in the car. And I swear to God, the guy reeks of cigars and like booze. I said, is there something you want to tell me? He said, what? I said, you smell like it. What have you, did, did, have you been out all night? He goes, no, no. I said, you're smoking cigars at 7 o'clock in the morning? And you're drinking? Said, well, I'm not drinking. Come on, man. You're drinking. Well, let me tell you what happened. His wife was on her period. This is what I'm telling you. And she could not enter the room where the altar was to Elegua, St. Anthony, the kid. And it was a railroad spike, like a hundred bucks wrapped up in rubber bands. What this has to do with a child, I have no idea. Rum, oh, oh, these, these, this, this necklace. And he had to, he had to take. There was the statue. He had because she couldn't go in there because she had a her period. I have no idea what the hell this means or why she can't go. I have no idea. But he's telling me this stuff. So he had to take this. He had to take the cigar and or the cigar, as they say in Tampa. And turn around and like shotgun it, the statue, and take a sip of rum and spit it out, kind of like you're gonna, you know, light it. You know how many people? There's this botanica. They're all over the place. And in, in Tampa, you can get. You can go. This this is uh. You anybody new Santeria? Anybody? It's unbelievable. Look at this. Spandex. I'm wearing the slippers at this moment. Bless your heart. <laughs> Let me tell you something. There is something fascinating about this. And there's a certain type of flower you can get, and you get a little toys. Go into this. It is Now, am I going to tell them they're wrong? Of course not. But what do they believe in? It's their own kind of new world order, so, so to speak. Isn't that something? I think it is monumentally fascinating. Fascinating beyond anything we have ever seen. It's part of the human condition. It's part of what we do. And I'm telling you, I've been so into this cat thing. I've been, the more I read about it, the more, the more I hear it, the more I'm thinking, yes. And I'm extrapolating this because it's more than just about, this is about somebody who says, I'm going to get back. I'm going to expose something. I'm going to blow. The, I'm kind of like a whistleblower in many respects. And I think it is just thoroughly great. And I love to see phony balonies feel the pain when they are absolutely upended by the truth, as we say. You understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? Someone says, all right, I'm out of here five minutes in. What does that mean? What does that mean? I'm curious. I just what does that mean? All right, I'm out of here. <laughs> so, so I just I love I wish if if I could just spend the time just reading what you write, I would love it. 
but it would be a terrible show because people say, what is he doing? He's just reading it. The other day, somebody says, I don't know who Cat Williams is. Who is he? Want to look it up? I don't look things up. I don't look things up. Who is he? Jesus, look him up. How do you explain to somebody? I don't look things up. You're being mean. I'm not being mean. You're rude. Lady, who are you? I'm your visitor. No, you're not. It's the weird, some of the weirdest stuff. Sparky says, <clears throat> when I was a kid in the Deep South, the N-word ended in ER was considered low class for middle class and up whites. Old timers politely ended it with R.A., yeah, like L.B.J. talking to Senator Russell. Yes. Let me tell you something. I know, and I thank you for that. I used to hear all the time, colored. And I swear, when I was a kid, it was the intent. But let me just tell you something, a couple of things. Number one, never, ever, under any circumstance, even try it. It just doesn't work. Nobody knows why. Other people, just don't worry about that. Don't, just don't do it. Also, leave any comparison to Hitler. This is like the Godwin principle. Anytime you can leave Hitler out of the equation, do me a favor, do yourself a favor, leave it out. It's a good move. Leave it out. And also, spend some time today. Spend some time, just a little bit, and listen to this. If you could put it in YouTube, like Cat Williams Water, Cat Williams Illuminati. I love that stuff. Uh, he talks about kids not reading and, and uh, how iPads and the like and iPhones have destroyed, which is true. It's the hottest thing. Bernie Mac, Cedric the Entertainer, Steve Harvey, everybody, and some other people have heard of, just destroyed. Joe Rogan, too. And Joe Rogan even kind of said, like, we'd love to have you on, man. If you'd like to come on, I can make it happen. I think so. On the Joe Rogan Joe experience? Yeah, probably. And you know what? You know what, cousin? Nah. I love it. It's dismissive. It's just, it, it, it's it's one of the greatest works ever. And you know who's really thrilled? Shannon Sharp. Shay Shay. He's thinking, I am the hottest thing overnight. It's about, well, January 3rd. So anyway, it's fascinating to me. All right, dear friends. Thank you. Thank you. How about giving yourself a big hand? Thank you. I want you to have a wonderful and a great day. It's 42 degrees, colder than a well digger's ass. That's for goddamn sure. And I want to thank you, not for what you are, but for what you appear to be, okay? You understand this? Here's one for you. That guy, fake crying on MSNBC, yeah, Jonathan Capehart about January 6th, was particularly pathetic. RMG, I'm with you. It was disgusting. A grown man, well, he's like he's like a child, crying. I can't believe. Oh, does that make you cry? Does that make you cry? Do you, what about the people who were held in prison or in jails, rather, without any kind of charges? How about the how, how about the those um, autonomy zones and all that stuff during the during the George Floyd um, 
riots. Did that make you? Did that? No, of course not. How about the Antifa stuff? No. How about the cops beating the threatened officer door? No. It's not going to be this bullshit about, it's nonsense. Absolutely nonsense. Okay? Don't even try. You're a pathetic, this is a K part. You're a pathetic waste of flesh. You're desperate because if you realize the moment you lose this gig, that's it. You're going to go the way of Don Lemon and I guess maybe you go on The View or something. They're trying their utter best. And when did, when did the left, like Rachel Maddow, turn into John McCain? Why are they such warmongers? Why? What happened? Oh, have you been, by the way, any of you dogs watching or watching um, some of the other things? <clears throat> Our good friend, uh, Brianna uh, Joy Gray on The Rising, poor Robbie. As an expression, he wouldn't say shit if he had a mouthful of it. This guy just sits here and he can't make up his mind. Um, a crystal ball and Sagger. I saw him on with Max Blumenthal. Dear God, from the gray zone. Oh, he handed it to him. I mean, handed it to him. Finkelstein, this. Okay, we've got we've got cat over here. This, this is brutal. There is another world. I'm I I can't believe I'm hearing stuff and it's like, what? When is this? And the 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 stories, the refutation of the official October seventh story, per usual, being dissected to the point of it being ground. It is it is unbelievable. Heard nowhere on conventional media. I want to hear every side of the story, not just what's popular. Hey, thank you so much. Give yourself a big, big, big hand. You're really something. You know that? You really are. Have a great and a glorious day. We'll see you tonight at 7 p.m., my friends. Don't forget, as we always, as we always say, as we always, as we always end with this particular denouement, this valedictory, this, this sayonara, this adios. Remember these words, and this says it all. The monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Dead, dead.